What's up, Fire Dogs? Welcome to Coffee Break. This is episode number seven. Today, I talk with Assistant Chief Marlon Smith. He works in England at RAF Crowton. Today, we talk about his journey and becoming an American citizen, joining the military, starting his own business, and much more. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, thanks again for uh, coming on and reaching out to us to, to talk with us on the podcast. Um, you provided some some awesome information here. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to you. Uh, before before we dig into much of it, though, how about you just introduce yourself, uh, to tell us where you work and all that. All right. So uh, I'm currently working at the 422nd uh, Fire Emergency Services here in the UK. Um, for the last three years, I was the fire prevention chief uh, covering RF Crowton, Fairford and Welford. I just moved uh, back into operations. So I'm now the AC of operations here, uh, primarily at Crowton. Uh, so that's my full-time position. And then I'm also in the reserves uh, as a captain. I just got back into the Air Force. Uh, so um, I'm now going to be a logistician uh, with the 38th Airport Squadron. And today, you know, I hit 17 years of service in the reserves. So it's been, a, it's been an awesome journey serving in the fire service uh, simultaneously as well serving um, in the military. And that, yeah. that it all started with being a a firefighter in the uh, Air National Guard. Yeah, how'd you how'd you get into the reserves and or even logistics? Uh, well, I think we're all kind of in logistics, but uh, yeah, it's been a journey. So for me, uh, in 2002, I was you know meeting with recruiters. Uh, you know, after 9/11 happened, I think we all had that feeling of one to serve. But I actually wasn't a citizen. So at that time, I was pursuing. Uh, becoming a, a citizen. Um, I was, uh, I was originally from Canada. My folks moved down and they never became citizens. So I was like, you know, I really want to pursue this. So I was, uh, yeah, I was going through the process. Uh, I was in college and a lot of my friends were Rangers, um, special ops guys, um, folks from my church. And I, I was doing different jobs and different things. Um, and I, I'd worked on boats for a few years as part of a tight crew. And, you know, as I was pursuing the citizenship piece, I just had this really like man, this passion of wanting to serve more. And I remember getting naturalized up in Atlanta and I'm looking out in the room, uh, Matt, and I'm seeing, you know, 25 individuals from 25 different countries all swearing in at the same time. And it was heavy. And I, I think within three or four weeks, I was meeting with recruiters and uh, I was like, this is it. This is what I, I I've done different jobs but I feel like I have a calling to do something else. Um, initially it was going to be army. Um, at that time they were really pursuing infantry. If you could remember back in 02 and 03, it was ramping up. And I, I just felt like I wanted, my calling wasn't pulling me that direction. I felt like I wanted to help people in a different way and respond. So I, I, I kind of stepped out of the army recruiter's office and jumped to the air force uh, reserve, actually air national guard, and they were reading some jobs. And, and I think one of the second or third one was being part of a, a team, you know, being a fire apprentice, being part of a team. And that was it. It was just like, that's it. Um, growing up on the West Coast in California originally, that, you know, being a firefighter, is, it feels like something unobtainable. Uh, it's very competitive. Um, so it just, it's like, wow, this is so not only do I get to serve, I just became a citizen and now I'm going to pursue this. No idea what I was in for. So went to, you know, basic and then directly after tech school uh, at Goodfellow. And yeah, started the journey. 
And I also, at the same time, kind of started uh, another journey, which is when I started in real estate. Because while I was gone, I rented out my house uh, to three, <laughs> three people I knew. And I got kind of a, I was like, oh, this is something I could do as well. I'm making more money doing this than I am as a, you know, as a one striper. So I was like, oh, this is, this is, so that journey kind of started. Um, but yeah, getting through basic and then tech school and um, that journey there, just the, the, you know, staying in Texas for about six months and, uh, and not having any clue what I was in for, but it just, yeah, I loved every minute of it. And I knew that was it. So I came back and right away I was looking for city jobs. As a, to become a city firefighter. So you're a citizen of Canada, right? I am. If I'm understanding right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you certainly hit the ground running. So become a citizen of the United States. Okay. Let me go join yep. the military. All right. I'm going right. to start a real estate business. Really jump yeah. head first into it. I'd say you made yeah. a right decision, probably <laughs> taking, taking a step into the Air Force office. Yeah. It, it, I think what it did is it just kind of amplified structure and discipline. I had some things, they're rough, right? Like you have, you're a rock and you're just kind of, you're getting polished up a little bit. I think that's what the Air Force did for me. Uh, I was a bit older. I was 21 at the time. Um, So I I had some college and then I'm just like seeing one thing after the other. So, right. So I'm renting my house out. I'm, I'm getting to join this amazing, this, this amazing, you know, brotherhoods. It's just, it's incredible. And I'm meeting folks the real estate piece is coming up and then the education piece. And I'm going, what's, you know, I didn't know about community college, of the air force. Um, so I'm finishing up tech school and I come back and I had about 13 or 14 hours from uh, the, the college I was going to in Savannah, Georgia. And, uh, and I come back and I'm like, man, I, I've got the tech school piece and I'm almost done with the associate's degree. So, you know, I, I kind of laid out some things, when we were talking earlier about what the service has meant to me, but it's just, there's been hard work that's come with it. But to me, there's just all these benefits uh, that you just kind of get. Sometimes you appreciate it and sometimes you reflect back on it. And to me, you know, this, that's, what's excited about excited me about this podcast to kind of share this journey with you guys and maybe go, Hey, there's a lot you can do with the air force. And I kind of wanted to tap into that. Um, and I can obviously continue the story, but you know, I, I want to make sure, you know, where, where you want to go next? Well, I, yeah, I would like to dig into it. Um, okay. yeah, we probably take a lot of our opportunities for granted, especially if we are American citizens and cause you, cause you talk to every once in a while, uh, people that came to the United States to kind of pursue, you know, their life dreams or whatever they want to do. Right. And they seem to kind of have sometimes on average, just a, a little bit higher of a level of excitement when it comes to pursuing their goals, you know? I, I, yeah. I, I wanted to talk about that immigration piece for me. Um, so ahead. I talked yeah. about my journey a little bit. So I am the grandson of an immigrant from Portugal, uh, came over in 52. My grandfather, Antonio came over. He was a farmer making virtually nothing in Portugal, left my grandmother and my mom behind, uh, you know, Portugal for four years. Uh, so, and started that. And I look back on that and I go, you know, Hey, you know, basic can maybe, yeah, that might's a little tough. Fire school's a little tough. And I think about all the stuff he went through and that motivates me. Right. And, and, I, and there's this, I don't know if you've seen the show Hamilton or listened to the musical, you know, there's, there's a reference to immigrants, you know, getting it done. 
And there's mm-hmm. something about that hunger, that humbleness mm-hmm. and hunger, you know, that I, I really feel that is palpable. And you'll see that in a lot of folks that go, you don't realize like what I had to go through right. being an immigrant. You know, I was, I was, a I was a legal alien till I was, yeah, about 20. So going to the naturalization office, renewing my green card. Um, and I, you know, so it's just, and knowing that my grandfather went through that, not speaking any English, and that that motivates me and drives me, you know, mm-hmm. so being the second one in my family with a college degree where I didn't think that would happen. But again, there's the Air Force, you know, providing me that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So having that drive, that's great. But then capitalizing on it um, and then, you know, developing that. And then, um, like I said, being enlisted and going, man, I've got a hunger for this, but I want, you know, want to continue. Right. So getting that CCAF graduating with that and going, wow, like all these schools accept it, Matt, all these Mm -hmm. schools accept a CCAF degree. So you can continue to advance. And so I did that. I I went to Grand Canyon university, which is, I think where uh, chief Smith went as well. And I think he actually Mm -hmm. um, teaches there. And, Mm -hmm. and then, yeah. So, and then the fire service kind of, you know, that leadership piece of being an NCO, being a Sergeant. um, And I was like, you know, I'm also an EMT. So I was like, I, I want to be a medic. So I cross trained, <laughs> you know, in the 08. And I was like, I'm, you know, 09, 08, it was 09 and uh, went to foreign O school. And again, another testament to the Air Force. You know, you don't have to. At, you could, I still was serving as a firef- firefighter on the outside, but in the reserve and guard, excuse me, I wanted to continue that journey. Yeah, you're so, just fired dude, up and just knocking it I all was, out. I was. I was just like, there's so many opportunities. I was just yeah. like, you don't have to. You can pursue that for 10, 12 years. And I loved what Chief Smith said. Like, you know, he was, you know, how he kind of, he kind of somewhere in there, he just got this fire. And it was like, all right, this is this is my career. This is what I'm going to pursue. Um, I never left the fire service, but I felt like with the military and the structure and the, the amazing schools that are offered, I was like, I, I, I was interested in EMS. So I just kind of jumped on that and I'm glad I did uh, because that took me on a deployment that I really think changed my life and then set me up to get commissioned. Um, so where'd you go? Uh, so I went to Cutter, <laughs> mm-hmm. but while I was there, you know, there's a, again, a perception of how you expect reserves to act in deployment. There's kind of a, I think a misperception of what you're getting out of reservist or guardman, you know, like what do they do on the outside? But a lot of, you probably know this guard and reserve are city firemen or they're working for ambulance services or they're working as nurses. And I've met a lot of mechanics that even work in vehicle maintenance that are charged nurses in the ER. Sometimes the deployments are a bit of a break for them. Yeah, exactly. So I get there. Yeah. I get there and I'm given this opportunity. I'm working in the clinic, but they go, Hey, we got this uh, nurse who's leaving. She's an OR nurse. We looked at your resume, you being a firefighter. We've got this position for you being the NCOIC of the inner theater care program. And I'm like, what's that? Like, well, we're going to be sending you 40 patients a month. You've got 20 that are mobile and 20 that are non-mobile. You've got 45 days to assess their mental health and redeploy them in theater. And, and that was it for me. I was like, that's it. And I had every branch of service, every rank from 06 to E2, Navy, Coast Guard. And I'd muster with them every morning. Um, take, you know, at, sometimes I'd scrub in on their surgeries. And uh, yeah, I just, you know, and, and then try and we didn't have a mental health piece in place. 
but I, that was something I kind of worked with the chaplaincy there. But Matt, that really pushed me going, I'm ready, right? Like I know I can lead at the next level. I, so I'd, I'd been a little, I'd say not passive, but not as aggressive as I wanted to be. And uh, the relationships that I made and, you know, running that program as an NCOIC, as a staff uh, and that responsibility and then being just a, a guardsman, but being given that I had to earn it every minute of it, you know, um, but uh, it changed, you know, changed, uh, changed my life. And I, I don't know if you've had one of these, but I call them a deployment epiphanies where you're deployed, you're away from, you're away from your loved ones. It's away from my wife. And I remember thinking to myself, what are my goals? What do I want to accomplish? I have time to think besides working out. And for me, it was like, all right, I want to establish the real estate business. Uh, you know, I've been talking about it. I, I, you know, dabbling, like I told you, renting out a house that I lived in or whatever, but I want to go full throttle. I want to start buying, I want to start buying rental properties. So I was like, all right, so this, this is going to write this crazy list. So I, I say, okay, I'm going to do that. And I want to get my commission. <laughs> so like, I'm going to pursue that. And I'm thinking about it. this is, this is a nuts list. There's no way right now. Um, and then I think the final piece was uh, I used to work on boats. I did that for about four years. I traveled around the world before I, I joined the service as well. Uh, and uh, wow. that's a whole other story. I do have time. It'd be two coffee breaks. But yeah. I wanted to get my captain's license. So I thought it'd be really awesome to kind of go back, push myself, because I had the sea time. When you pursue getting your merchant mariner's credential, let's say you want to be like a captain and take people out fishing or run a tug or something, you got to have sea time. Like that's not something you can just test for. So I was able to reach out to my captain while I was deployed and just start kind of, and I came back and that was it. I was like, all right, here's my ridiculous goals while I'm at, de you know, on deployment. And, and also I wanted to be, the big one was becoming a father as well. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, a lot of time to think and abs absorb things while I wasn't working, you know, full time back in the States, I was, you know, taking care of these folks over here and feeling really inspired every day. Right. Just, that to, to me, it was like in the Garden Reserve, you train, 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 but then actually doing the mission, taking care of patients as a medic, um, it, it really just changed changed my life. And I, and I came back in 2011, and it was just that fire. It was like, all right, now I'm going to attack, right? So I'm going to start meeting with recruiters. I'm going to set some goals and some deadlines. And then getting with my brother-in-law at the time, who was doing real estate, and we just started buying rental properties, about one or two a year starting in 2011. And then studying for my captain's license. <laughs> and then, you know, well, the baby stuff, well, that's just, you know, that's that nature. Too, huh? getting, getting towards that. But yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a very impressive list of, uh, of accomplishments. And like you said, we probably could talk to you in, in yeah. length on that. I really appreciate you sharing all this, Marlon. Is yeah. there anything uh, you'd like to add before um, we finish up? No, no. I, I just, to me, I really wanted to harp on what the service has offered me. And, you know, as an immigrant, as uh, someone who didn't have a degree, had a couple hours to college, not exactly sure, had ideas of what I wanted to do. But, it, you know, just going, man, I'm now part of, you know, part of the fire service, part of the military. I'm, I'm a citizen. I just, you know, I really think the Air Force set me up for a lot of things. And I, and I feel appreciative for that and some of the relationships I've made throughout the years. Um, so, yeah, I just I kind of wanted to share that. And, um, you know, that you know, I hope folks recognize uh, those 
those benefits, the things that are offered to you and they take advantage. Yeah, we have great opportunities and uh, your drive is infectious. And I think our our listeners are going to like that. And, uh, you know, again, I appreciate you sharing your story and thanks for coming on. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Would you like to have direct access to hundreds of other fire dogs from brand new airmen to seasoned fire chiefs? That's exactly what you'll find over at our Facebook mentorship group. This is our challenge to you. Take an active role in your development and the development of others. Go seek out mentorship, connect with other firefighters and hone your craft. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire dog mentorship today to join in.